Welcome in, everybody. It is the Craft Beer Republic. Yeah. Well, thank you all for coming out. We are live. We are at 14 Cannons for what I'm very excited to talk about in just a couple of seconds here. Uh, thank you all for joining us. We have a beer release. Most importantly, though, I am being joined by probably the nerdiest person I know in the best way possible. He's got more beer knowledge than Untapped has bad reviews. And that is the head brewer here at 14 Cannons, Nick Bordelin. Give it up for Nick, everybody. Hey. Yes, indeed. We uh, got together and collabed on a beer with Will, who unfortunately could not make it tonight from California Coffee Republic. But his coffee made it, so that's what counts. Uh, we've got a flight in front of us that I hope you guys will, will join and drink along. We will be doing a guided tasting. We'll be talking about the brewery. We'll talk about Nick's background a little bit. Uh, and hopefully have a good time. But most importantly, we're here on a school night. Thank you all for coming out on a school night. And because we're here on a school night, I think we should get right into our first beer. So no music necessary. Nick, what are we going to drink first? First beer in our flight is our Pilsner. It's Patient Pilsner. Uh, this is our Czech-style Pilsner. And it's one of our, my favorite beers here. One of, one of the lightest beers we make, mm -hmm. um, and I wanted to start with this one just as a good way to get your palate going uh, before we get into the, the heavy stuff with the coffee and the hops after that. So I was trying to convince Nick that we should start off with like a triple IPA, but he said it was a bad idea. We'll get there, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I'm very excited. Um, so what goes into Patient Pilsner? Well, what makes it Czech style is we actually import all the ingredients for this beer from the Czech Republic, which is a lot of fun and pretty nerdy. Um, so we use Bohemian floor malted uh, Pilsner malt for this that is actually made in the Czech Republic. Uh, our hops in this, like if you get kind of like, I get kind of a lemon note when you finish this beer um, on the end of that. Like a little like almost lemongrass type of. Exactly. Yeah. So that comes from a hop called Kozbeck, mm -hmm. which is a Czech grown hop that I got to experience firsthand when I studied abroad in Prague. Um, and it's not a typical hop for a Czech style Pilsner, but it's one that I really like. Um, so we use that here. Um, we use a Czech style yeast that we import. And then most importantly, uh, the water. The water, we mimic water from Pilsen, Czech Republic, where the Pilsner was invented uh, by Pilsner or Quell. How does that work? How do you mimic water? So we have a reverse osmosis water system here. Um, and so we can m make sure that every single style of beer that we make has its own water recipe. And that's why it's really hard to have... Uh, some true to style lagers in America most oftentimes is because the water that brewers are using. And so we get to uh, play with water profiles and mimic them true to style. And that's how all of our lagers are so different. And uh, I think so spot on classically. Excuse me, I was drinking. I told yeah. you this guy's super nerdy. Um, water profiles, hops, and let's see if I get this right. The yeast from this is then what you use in K-17, right? That's true. Yeah, Holy that's crap, correct. I remember. Yeah. Um, economical. Very nice. Yeah, this is a good hot day beer. You can, I mean, pound a few of these if we're being honest. Is this one of those annoying ones that when people come in like, what's your lightest beer? Or you just like hand them this one? We have one lighter than this. and But yeah, it's, it's, a, good, it's a good starter for sure. 4.8%. Uh, so you can definitely drink more than one of them without getting in trouble. Yeah, football beer. Football, or, or baseball beer. Hey, Woo! baseball's back, everybody. Who knew as of today? Uh, that's why I wore my shirt, to make Nick really happy, because he's a Giants fan. All right. Uh, oh, also, I want to mention, shout out to Erica from Necknosh for the, the sweet pretzel hookup over here. 
Uh, thank you very much for that. All right. Well, uh, you guys are sipping on some beers. We're going to talk about some stuff, and then we'll get into some more beers because, uh, let's be honest, that's why we're here. Uh, unfortunately, Will could not make it, like I said, from California Coffee Republic, but uh, he was part of the brew day. He was also a big part of the coffee experience that's in our collab brew that you guys are going to taste in just a second. Um, I did not know how nerdy coffee could be until we hung out with Will that day. Um, he's like the sommelier of coffee. It was impressive. Yeah, I didn't know that coffee came from beans, or like fruits, not beans. I know, <laughs> I know coffee is beans. Uh, I didn't know they were like little berries. I, I think I knew that, but the... <laughs> The, the, I'm the idiot. The, the process of the coffee yeah. uh, really shocked me. Yeah. Uh, so he brought us three different ones to try that day. Uh, I believe one was washed, two were roasted. Yeah, and there was an unwashed. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. The unwashed masses. Right. Um, he had a very specific way of getting them ready. He had a very specific temperature. They sat there for 18 minutes. He set a timer. And then once that timer went off, he had to break the crust which is exactly what it sounds like. It's like pudding when you make pudding at home and it's got that nasty, excuse me, crust on top. You had to break the crust. And then we were only allowed to try it with spoons. We had to load the spoon and then sip it. And we also learned that we are inferior sippers. I think it was more of a slurp yeah, than a sip. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, was shotgunning coffee. Was, yeah. yeah. He, was, he was taking it straight to the veins. He was, uh, he was pretty good at that. So um, we ended up with an Ethiopian coffee yes the ethiopian benza i think was wow. a variety um and it was a washed bean so hashtag wash your beans i guess we'll, <laughs> we'll get gonna, that going for will it's gonna be um, trending very very shortly hashtag wash your beans um all right so before we get into that beer because i'm still sipping on this patient pilsner um let's talk about you guys you guys have been here for four and a half years yeah about that I was looking up today, and we did our first interview on February 27th, 2018. Wow. And I was like, holy crap, that was four years ago, <laughs> almost to the day. So, Time uh, flies. Yeah. Batch 85, if you guys want to go back and listen to Baby Greg and Baby Nick talk about beer. I think that was my very first podcast. Really? That I've ever done. Yeah. And you've never done one. <laughs> <laughs> swore them off at that point. Like, this is enough. Yeah. You guys are awful. Um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. And I think at the time, you had... Definitely not a full tap list. No, like we opened with like beers. three or four beers. Yeah, yeah. I think by then you had like six on tap or something. Yeah. I remember the soft opening. You had like tyrannicide, no. uh, patient pills. Maybe. I don't know if we opened the lagers. I okay. think they were still lagering. I remember just drinking a lot of tyrannicide yeah. that yeah. night. That was, that was a, an Uber night. And then so since then, have you guys, you feel like you've kind of hit your stride as a brewery? You're yeah. still we, working on it? We've established what our core beers are, which is a lot of fun. Um, we got to add Point Doom as a year-round core uh, during the pandemic. That was uh, one of the few bright spots. Um, mm -hmm. People wanted higher ABV stuff, um, and so yeah, they weren't driving. Yeah, so our our double, our double IPA is now a year-round core beer that, that we can. Um, that was a fun add. Um, Pilsner is available year-round in cans. Um, we love canning this. We also can our Catorce which is our Mexican lager, mm -hmm. uh, and then obviously the Tranicide um, that you alluded to, our flagship beer. Um, that old 14 cannon gunship tyrannicide. Right. And yeah. I've been slipping Nick $20 bills every time I'm here, trying to get him to can K-17 as well. One of these days. Maybe someday. <laughs> I keep asking. It doesn't hurt to ask. Um, what is, uh, what's your top seller these days? It's definitely tyrannicide. Okay. Uh, number two is, is our Pilsner. And then three is always kind of fun. It's, we have an amber lager, our Marooner Marzen, mm -hmm. that we make that sells really, really well. 
um, in-house, our peanut butter cup uh, is, always sells really well. Um, but that's not a beer you can really find out in the wild. Not something we'll can. True yeah. or false, you hate making that beer. I love all of my children equally. <laughs> <laughs> I remember talking, I think it was the first time we did an interview, and we had about four different people interrupt us, even though you guys weren't, it was like 11 in the morning and people really wanted beer. And I remember one guy came in and said, oh, I traveled all the way from NorCal to get your peanut butter. I was like, what? People love peanut butter. <laughs> yeah, man. they yeah. do. Yeah. Which is awesome for you, but uh, weird for them. Um, all right. Well, I'm at a Pilsner. Well, let's move on. Yeah, I am. This is what I'm most this excited for. This is the moment. For. Yeah. I, I had this pre-coffee. I had this with coffee and no carbonation. And here we are with carbonation. So this is Morning Watch, our collab. Yes. And uh, it is not easy to name a nautical-themed beer and also try and work in the word republic. No. It's, <laughs> Nick says to me, like, come up with a name. Two republics? I figured with the podcast, you right. people sending in names. We'll get there, I'm sure. We, but, yeah. we have a whole list of names. Yeah. I'll get to those momentarily. Um, all right. So we talked about the coffee that we did. Talk about right. the beer. Well, smell it. Um, it smells like coffee, which is amazing. Like, the mm. aroma from this is 100% just, I think, speaks to the quality of the coffee beans we used. Um, they were roasted the morning before we put them in the tank, mm-hmm. which is pretty unique and a rare opportunity. Um, a lot of times when brewers are playing with coffee, they don't really know what the source was or they don't know when it was roasted or to what temperatures it was roasted. And with Will, we had all of that information. Yeah, I mean, he had to memorize yeah. what and temperature, what was washed, right. what was, wasn't washed. So right. to have you know the actual coffee roaster deliver coffee beans the day they're going in the tank, yeah. I think is a lot of this aroma. So when you put your nose in the glass, it's just pops out at me that I get some like some chocolate almost from that coffee Um, and then the base beer itself when you look at it it's it's a light beer so I I really wanted the aroma to pop and then when we sip it um, it should kind of surprise you yeah I mean this is the best part of waking up this is morning watch yeah. Because, you know, I feel like so many breweries when when coffee's in the name it's a dark beer Mm -hmm. and so that's why I purposely wanted to do a lighter style beer um, was to kind of, you know, mess with people, if you will. Because <laughs> yeah. um, coffee stouts and porters are great, um, but, you know, everyone's been homebrewing that for the last, you know, 100 Ever. years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I, I wanted to play with the lighter style of beer to really, A, like show off the aromatics of the coffee. And then I think the finish on this, like after you swallow and then, you know, back of your tongue, it's nice and crisp and dry, like a good cold should be. Because mm-hmm. um, a good cold should make you want that second sip. And yeah. I, I think dry and crispy. Yeah, and yeah, this accomplishes that. So, as the weather's starting to get warmer here, I think we have a great Kolsch that you can wake up and drink. Yeah, hopefully it lasts <laughs> till summer. I little backstory on the collab. Nick had a beer called Liquid Gold, mm-hmm. which was a coffee cream ale. That was a cream ale. Cream ale, yeah. and it was amazing. And what we discovered was the only people buying it are at this podcast right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and we were hardcore fans, but we were the only hardcore fans, apparently. And, and I cursed him out for not bringing it back. That and, is how this collab started. Yeah. yeah. And he was just like, then why don't you come up with a coffee beer? I was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> so we went back and forth. We talked IPAs, but, you know, Go yeah. Fast already happened. Mm-hmm. And one day I texted him. I was like, I just can't get off the coffee cold. She's like, did we talk about this already? I swear we didn't talk about this. Like, yeah, because I, I had a coffee cold recipe I'd been like waiting to use. Yeah. And then you said coffee cold, and it was like, well, here's our collab. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this is not something you see anywhere. No, it's, I think it's fairly unique. 
Um, if anyone still has Pilsner left in their glasses, um, I have a little left. Um, the the lightness between the Pilsner and the Coffee Kolsch, uh, another reason I wanted to start with the Pilsner was see the color difference. Mm-hmm. Um, when we brewed the Kolsch, it was almost the identical like malt bill uh, as this Pilsner. We used a lot of the same Pilsner malt okay. um, as the base of this. But there's a definite like color difference. The, the Coffee Kolsch is much like deeper golden color yeah and i think that was just color pickup from the coffee so it's fun to see the color pickup that happened um tasting it throughout the the fermentation process it was coming out of the tank very light looked like a a classic pilsner or kolsch wood Mm -hmm. and then when we added the beans it got like a really gorgeous gold to it goldeny yeah Yeah. so i remember trying the kolsch before you what do you call it not dry hop dry coffee (laughs) before we added coffee yeah. yeah yeah I mean, that by itself yeah. was really good, and maybe we could put that on yeah. tap someday, but uh, add the coffee in there, and it's really, really good. Um, all right, get nerdy for us for just a second, and then I'll, I'll, I'll prep all the horrible names for us that uh, I came up with and some of the listeners came up with. Spend the next 8 to 34 minutes talking about the really cool thing about the yeast. I thought this was cool, if you guys are nerdy. So we got uh, an actual Kolsch-style yeast uh, from Cologne um, in, in Germany. And that was great. So we have an awesome uh, lab that I use that grows up uh, the styles of yeast that we asked for. So they sourced an actual uh, yeast from Cologne, uh, grew it up, and then sent it to us. So this is literally yeast from Germany um, all the way to Westlake Village. That's so cool. But I'm also nerdy. Um, All right. So as soon as this came out, Nick said, or or as soon as it got brewed, Nick said, uh, help us come up with a name. Obviously, 14 Cannons is very nautical-themed. And then two republics were part of the collapse. I was like, all right, let's see if we can work republic into this name. That's really hard. That's a tall order. So I, I came up with the list, and a bunch of listeners came up with some names. I figured, uh, you know, stop me if you guys hear a name that works. <laughs> Pint of Joe. All right. Not so sleepy Joe. Republic Public. <laughs> republic Pub Licks. <laughs> and this one's going to take a little bit of imagination. Three's Compass Tea. Uh, 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 and then just arg yeah that's a good one uh brown-eyed winch uh, and uh one of my favorites i just heard today morning wood that's uh that's that's the winner uh <laughs> brew republic republic of brew perky joe republic perky republic a lot of perkiness uh republic grounds Republic Source, Pint Republic, Coffee Break Republic, that's not horrible, Coffee Council Republic, and here are my really bad ones. Rise and Grind, Steeped, Not Stirred, Bonus Cup, Jitter Juice, Jolt Revolt, The Wench's Breakfast, Blackjack's Republic, Cannon Republic, Muddy Waters, I got a lot of flack for that one. That's that's a hard pass. <laughs> uh, riding the ship and Red Eye Republic. How are those bad? <laughs> I mean, most there's a couple of Sorry. usable ones in there, but uh, ooh, that was. Yeah. Yeah. You have one at night and one the next morning to recover. 
This is definitely a breakfast. For those that are listening to the podcast and can't hear a word that people are saying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. There's a mic over there if anyone wants it. Uh, yeah, riding, riding the ship because last night you got a little... I like that. A little toasty and then you had one of these in the morning. You're good to go. Um, all right. So are you prepared to uh, take Will's space and talk about the coffee? or We can certainly taste the coffee. Yeah, let's... Yeah. Um, <laughs> So this is a, a cold, a nitro cold brew that we did make here um, with uh, California Coffee Republic coffee. The same exact coffee that is in the beer we did a batch of cold brew with. And so that's what we're on to now. Um, it's kind of fun just to see how wildly different it is. Yeah, that was, was one of the most fun things to me is because it was the same coffee that went in. You can kind of taste the roots, if you will. That's not a thing. Um, yeah, so for us, when we were tasting, um, we also had the raw materials in front of us on the brew day. We had samples of the grain we were using and the hops we were using as well. And I, I remember when you and I were smelling uh, the hops we used, uh, we used Mandarina Bavaria hops. Yeah, a lot of citrus uh, coming this, out of Which that. is a German kind of new age hop that is a aroma specific variety of hop. Uh, and when we smelled the hops and then smelled this coffee the citrus notes were like almost identical. And so I, I, yeah. that's, that's for me when I know we did, we tasted blind, like we weren't telling anyone what we wanted to use as far as the <laughs> coffee. Um, but for me, as soon as I smelled the hops and then smelled and tasted this coffee, I got the same exact citrus notes. And I think that's why it blends so well in the beer. Yeah. And yeah. like there was a, one of the other coffees and now I can't remember which one I actually liked better as a coffee by itself, but I, I mm-hmm. thought this one really, really worked well with the hops that we were sniffing on and yeah definitely and that sort of thing um yeah obviously i'm not prepared to really talk about the coffee i just found out recently that they came from berries so uh <laughs> so let me let me lead you on a guided tasting of this uh so this is on nitro yes how does that work how does that how do you put coffee on nitro well we make we make, <laughs> make a cold brew we steep it uh we do a 24-hour steep with this i think that's important to coffee making. I don't make it myself. I'm not going to pretend that I do. Um, I have a cellar guy um, that does a great job making the coffee for us here. And it's a 24-hour steep. We do use our reverse osmosis water, so we get to play with uh, some water profiles a little bit as well. Um, not not typical city of Westlake water. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. L.A. water and coffee or beer, for that matter, probably don't... Right. Want to try? Um, Call it like the, the DWP IPA or something right. like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. An- another closed brewery maybe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. uh, and then after after that twenty four hour steep, uh, we nitrogenate it um, just with a carb stone and a keg, um, and get it pouring like like a Guinness. So when you order this, it does have that nice Guinness head on it. Um, yeah, it's really pretty when they yeah, poured it out. Yeah, it does the whole n- n- nitrogenation, and it's something we're going to keep on tap. So anyone that is listening and anyone's here. Um, if you ever need to pick me up, uh, we'll always have uh, fresh cold brew on tap from California Coffee Republic because they're local and amazing. Yeah, they um, good stuff. why not use what you got around you, right? Right. Yeah, Will's doing it right. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it, it's fun to be able to play with that. You know, we had an extra nitro tap handle and thought we'd throw on uh, a keg of coffee. Have you ever had beer on that nitro tap? Oh yeah, we've done several different ones. But wow. We'll, we'll do we'll do some I'm in the so future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we got we have more. Nice. Um, Let's talk about, since I'm still sipping on both of these, let's talk about a couple of things that are coming up. Uh, Next week, for those of you who are live, next week, St. Patty's Day, uh, there's going to be a party out back. 
that will not involve Nick playing music. But there will be plenty of live music. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I was disappointed to hear it, too. We, it, uh, St. Patrick's Day is going to be a great party here. Um, please come back, tell your friends. Uh, it'll be our back patio, uh, stage, live bands all night. Uh, and a good time for Pegasus. all of us Americans to pretend like we're Irish for a day, right? Yeah. 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 Any uh, special, like, Irish food or we Irish will pizzas? We will have a food truck. Okay. Um, we normally don't because we have our own kitchen here. Right. Um, but we will have a food truck coming in uh, that'll be a lot of fun uh, doing that. And then we'll have uh, some beer specials and all of our dark beers. And um, corned beef pizza or... We'll have to run that by <laughs> by the chef. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Should be so happy yeah. to hear that. <laughs> Re- taking requests now. Uh, and then on May 21st, you guys are having like your first ever beer festival. Beer festival, May 21st, uh, Brews and Cruise. We have 14 confirmed breweries coming. Holy crap. Um, they are what I believe are the best breweries uh, from Orange County and L.A. So we have Green Cheek coming. We have Rip coming, Long Beach Beer Lab, Bearded Tang, uh, to name a few. Um, it's going to be a great time. Our, our new, newish neighbors, kind of lawless in the valley, is going to be here. Oh, nice! Um, so we're very excited for the beer festival. We'll be throwing tickets. Will be live very, very soon. So follow us um, for ticketing announcements uh, for Brews and Cruise, which will be great. My band will be playing at that. Yeah. So if you want to see me come geek out on some trumpet as well, um, some some ska music will be. Yeah, yeah. I figured that'll be good. Uh, good beer festival mojo. Yeah, yeah. round of applause yeah. for ska, right? I mean, come on. <laughs> I was just gonna bring say, back yeah. The 90s? Very nice. Got a ten full of '90s babies here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that'll be sweet. Are you guys gonna do like any like special collabs for that or? Not this year, but okay. it is the first annual. Um, it's the, the whole festival is presented by Beer Gang. And Beer Gang is our awesome uh, distribution company in L.A. And so it's every brewery on their platform uh, will be involved in the festival. It's just how we are getting such a eclectic and badass group of breweries to come up to Westlake for a day and party with us. Yeah, that's quite the, uh, quite the group. Yeah, it's going to be fun. That's exciting. Um, all right, before we move on to Recchio Ship, because I'm still finishing this one. <laughs> I'm slow tonight. Um, I wanted to ask a few things that I haven't asked in previous interviews. First Uh-oh. of all, when it comes to like taproom behavior, what really grinds your gears? What really grinds my gears? Um, dirty growlers. Okay. Dirty growlers. I think I saw one today. Um, a customer comes in and says, can you clean this for me, please? Oh. Yeah. The answer is no. <laughs> Just like chunks inside or just yeah if it pops and you know they, they open open right. the cap and you, you hear a fizz yeah that's <laughs> they're growing their own wild yeah. strain of yeast yeah they and... have no idea they have kombucha in there right <laughs> <laughs> what's what's the best way to store a growler besides rinsing it out so you don't grow nasty without the top on it oh without the cap on it yeah right. so bust the yeah. cap yeah what about um people stealing glassware is an issue. <laughs> Sorry, it is an issue for that. sure. Um, our, our glassware is walking out quite often as of late. Um, I think it's this nice patio out here. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, gives people a little more, a little more courage. Yeah, to yeah. Put something well, in their purse. Yeah, you can buy cans, everybody. You don't need yeah. to take your cup to go. Um, all right. Before I get to the rest of the questions, let's let's party. When we were talking about what should we have in the podcast flight, we came up with the first three right off bat. 
And it was like, how do we end this thing? It's like, well, let's end it with a party. Let's let's hit a triple IPA on our way out the door, because why not? Uh, I know that this is 10.5%, and it drinks like it's five. So tell us about Recchio Ship. I mean, that that's it. <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> hit some music. Thanks Part, for coming party out. Party in a can. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, it's a very citra-heavy uh, triple IPA. It is 10.5%, like you said. Um, one of the things that I think hides the alcohol really well um, is the malt bill on this. We use a lot of Golden Promise, which gives it a, it's really nice color and uh, hides that alcohol as, as do uh, how we bitter it. So this gets a huge bittering addition in first wort as well as beginning to boil. Um, I feel like if you have an unbalanced, like really high ABV beer, um, a lot of times it's because the bitterness isn't balanced. Mm-hmm. So first war, what's what's a first war hop edition? Uh, as soon as we, as soon as if you're brewing at home, as soon as you start running off into the kettle, um, you'd add hops. Um, right. So it isomerizes for the ninety minutes or so you fill up, and then you get to a boil. So I mean that's just like complete bittering hops. I mean yeah, yeah, you get no aroma from that at all or flavor, um, just pure bitterness. But then at the same time, like I think it really tempers the alcohol here. Yeah, really balances things out. I get a lot of that citrus on the nose. This is triple dry hopped, so triple dry. I'm hopped. glad you get a lot of citra on the nose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank God. Yeah, <laughs> I passed the test. Yes. Yeah, yeah uh, it, it's it's quite excessive. Uh, the other thing we do is the first dry hop for this beer happens during fermentation, during okay. primary fermentation, um, which on our scale is uh, fun and quite dangerous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you've ever seen uh, a tank exploding on Instagram, it's probably because. <laughs> They were trying to dry hop during uh, primary fermentation. Um, so the yeast is active. It's ripping. So we get more of like a biotransformation with the yeast and the hops than uh, traditional dry hopping is at the end of fermentation. So you're just adding, you know, the hops to the still beer um, and you're just getting that aroma pickup from the oils and the hops. Mm. Um, but when the beer's actively fermenting, um, I think you get a lot more of that, that juicy terpenes uh, extracted from the hops and you get all the nice linenol and all that so does the yeast like feasting on those hops is that why it gets extra pressure yeah i think there's there is some biotransformation like i said there you know that you're aerating it a little bit so there's a lot more nucleation happening um and you're, you're picking up a lot of extra oils that you normally wouldn't well this is um dangerous but we, yeah. we like to party here. That's why yeah. our, our, our single IPA is 7.5%. Right. Yeah. Coming out to St. Patrick's Day, yeah. have like eight of these. You'll be yeah. feeling Irish in no time. Um, all right. I always like to end things with rapid fire questions. We've done some of these in the past. Oh, no. But we haven't done all of these because it's been a while. And uh, plus, maybe your answer's changed. So there's that. So uh, this is where I tell Nick, don't think about this for too long. Just tell me the first thing that comes to mind. And the first beer you ever drank? Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. I stole it from my dad. Oh. I was a child. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a child like nine or child like I don't want it like my 17. dad to get some hot water here. Yeah. I don't know if my mom's listening. Hold on. We got a yeah. lawyer here. <laughs> yeah. <The> statue. <laughs> we're good. Okay. Okay. We're good. We're good. Uh, first beer you ever brewed? Was homebrew or professional? We'll start with home. Home was a clone of Sierra Nevada Palo. Oh. <laughs> Sensing a trend here. Yeah. yeah. Big stretch in yeah. your beer styles yeah, yeah. here. Uh, do you have a favorite style to brew? 
Uh, the Marzen is my favorite style to brew. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, a lot of the color uh, pickup from that beer happens during the brew process. Okay. Um, the the melanoidins we get and the <laughs> Maillard reaction in that beer um, all come from the brewing process. And so it's it's technically very fun to brew. Okay. Do you want to give us a definition of what you just said? Those big uh, <laughs> fancy words. <laughs> um, it, it's an amber lager. So the nice deep copper color that we get in that beer um, happen uh, while we're brewing. So we do a couple of different techniques on the brew house that we don't do every day Okay, uh, for that one. I feel like lager is going to be the easy answer, but what's the hardest one to brew? Yeah, the Pilsner is the hardest one to brew, okay. um, for sure. Our, our patient Pilsner is uh, the hardest to brew, but I think it's, you know, when you get it right, it's great. It's rewarding. So we keep doing it. I think this is going to be an easy one, but cans or bottles? Cans are the future. Bottles yeah. are a lie. Yeah. <laughs> They're a lie. <laughs> <laughs> bottles are fake news. Yeah. As long as you can get cans. Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite beer and food pairing? Beer and food? Uh, beer and cheese. Okay. I love a beer and cheese pairing. What yeah. kind of beer? What kind of cheese? I mean... You're making me hungry. I eat, it's up to the cheesemonger, I guess. But. <laughs> Is that the next thing to come in over here? We got maybe, pizza, we got maybe. wine, now we get a cheesemonger? Yeah. That'd be nice. That would yeah. be amazing. Yeah. yeah we got to no get reason. a bigger space. Yeah. No yeah. reason to leave at that yeah. point. Uh, it is Wednesday night. What are you drinking? Uh, currently? Well, I guess tonight's <laughs> the, Thursday, the, but the, the question the, I normally ask is It's Thursday yeah. night. What do yeah. you drink? Uh, you know, you're, you're chilling at home. You're watching uh, that new show with Kristen Bell. I will be drinking. Spencer, what's the Made West beer you just brought? The Donlin. Donlin from Made West is what I'll be drinking. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what was in the crowler? The I days. You're not going to drink the hazy? Well, I was given the Donlin. <laughs> oh, crap. So, shout out to Midwest. Spoiler alert. Clear beer for the win. There we go. <laughs> I think this is about as hazy as it gets. Yeah. But, uh, all right. Uh, what is your beercation destination? And don't say the place you lived. I, Pilsen. There we go. Pilsen, Czech Republic. Go see where the Pilsner was invented. And you can take a nice bath oh. in Pilsner. It is awesome. Is it good for the skin? They said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get like an osmosis drunk going on? Uh, well, or? While, while you're in the warm bath of, of beer, they're also serving you cold beers. Okay, so it's not just a straw. So I, I was tempted, but I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Glad to hear it. Uh, what is your favorite outside beer? So non-14 cannons. Not something you're making. Uh, favorite? I mean, we just had celebration season from Sierra Nevada, and, that, and mm. that's always lovely. Do love me some celebration. That fresh hop. Yeah, those, those OGs up there. Um, and then just... It's anything from Anagrin, usually, our, our local lager yeah. house. Yeah. If you're looking for uh, yeah. clean and crispy, head on over to Anagrin. What's your favorite non-beer hobby? Well, playing trumpet yeah. um, would, would be my favorite non-beer hobby. And we're playing at Transplants Brewing Company tomorrow night. Ooh. I don't know if this is going to air in time. But probably it won't. Yeah, so, it won't. Uh, right. don't <laughs> so, so edit that. Right. Yeah. So if you're listening, yeah. don't go to Transplants tomorrow night because yeah. you've already missed it. Yeah, Just you go will to Transplants for the heck yeah. of it. Uh, did your band have like a, a gram where people can The Scuba you? Kids. Scuba Kids. You can stock the Scuba Kids all like you want. That. Yeah, check it out. Is There's anybody some, in the band named Steve? Some good fun skanking. No Steves. Damn it. Uh, what's your favorite guilty pleasure beer? Guilty pleasure beer. This is where we find out that like you love PBR. Well, I was raised on PBR. Ooh. I'm from Reno, Nevada, so yeah. yeah. So PBR always flows for a dollar there. Oh uh, gosh, yeah. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. And uh, what is your favorite word or slang for being drunk? 
Um, bombed. It's just let's get bombed. Classic. Yeah. Does anybody else have a good like drunk? Knowledge. 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 Oh, college. college. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> it's like knowledge. Knowledge is a good one because I feel smarter every time yeah. I'm hammered. Too. Yeah. Gravy legs, good. Anybody? Drugtastic. I like uh-huh. that. Uh-huh. Anybody else? Shmammered. Hamskied. Shmammied. Shmammied. Shlammered. I like I should just give everybody a microphone all at once. Anybody else before we move on? Okay, good, good. Got our drunk words out of the way. Um, well, you guys, thank you all so much for coming out, for drinking the beer, for drinking the collab. Uh, I want to say thanks to Nick, not to get super cheesy, but... Yeah. It was so much fun for me to, A, be here for the day of the brew day and to be part of the coffee process and then to, like, sneak back there after a week and try the Kolsch before it was coffeed and then after it was coffeed. And, yeah, it's, yeah been, anytime. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. So thank you so much. Thank you guys for coming out. Uh, the Pink Boots Brew is coming out. Coming out. A couple weeks, few couple, weeks. A couple weeks. Uh, that'll be a great IPA we made yeah. uh, with the Pink Boots Hot Blend. Yeah, we were here last weekend brewing some beer with the, the Pink Boots Hot Blend. Uh, it is the one cannon recipe, right? It is. So, yeah, our single IPA. So, 6.5%. Uh, it is it is tasting great. Uh, Andros gave it its first dry hop today. Oh, nice. Shout out to Andros so, back there. So he, He's busy gramming. I yeah. see him. He's busy gramming. So, so it, it got its first dry hop. It, it will get double dry hopped, as do all of our IPAs. Nice. Um, yeah, so a couple weeks, and that, that'll actually be our next new beer release. So stay tuned for the Pink Boots brew. Sweet. Yeah. Well, thank, thank you for, for hanging with us tonight. Thanks for uh, entertaining yeah. these lovely, lovely people. Thanks, yeah. everyone, for listening in my tent arc. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's nice and echoey. It's it's a great place to like sing and all. Anybody want to sing? No. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna hit some music as we head on out of here. Once again, you guys, thank you so much for coming out. Thank you for trying the beer, Nick. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks Cheers. for inviting me to be part of the brew process. Anytime. Fourteencannons.com. Fourteen cannons on the gram. Deb is rocking out to the Ford music. <laughs> Bill Ford tough. Uh, <laughs> You can find us at craftbeerrepublic.com and craftbeerrepublic on the socials. Hey, everybody, uh, get into your phones and program 805-538-BEER. You call us the next time you're drunk instead of your ex. And uh, leave us a drunk voicemail. You'll be glad you did. I think that's everything. Thank you guys again so much for coming out. Go drink some more beer and eat some pizza. And uh, stay really well hydrated out there. And on that note, good night, everybody.